0: It's October. It's time for playoff baseball back in the Bronx. Tonight, it all begins, and we're here to cover it all. Jack, how you been, man?
1: Dude, I mean, this is what we've been waiting for. Uh, Exciting year. A lot has happened. A lot of ups and downs. But overall, man, a lot of fun. A lot to look forward to starting
0: tonight. let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, a lot has gone down this year, good and bad for the New York Yankees. Um, Let's start off with some of the good stuff. Let's highlight some of the stuff that went around this year. Um, If you want to start off uh, with the biggest thing that you think happened this year. I mean,
1: yeah, let's just get it out of the way early. We, we can't say much that hasn't been said about Aaron judge. Um this year he has pushed the limits of what can be done at the plate. Um, and he's just, he's really seeing the ball great like no one else in the league. And it's it was extraordinary to watch play out all year. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he shifts his approach tonight because, um, you know, towards the end of the season, we had that, that two-seat locked up, so his approach is definitely altered um, and skewed towards hitting for power, hitting a home run. So can he adjust to, you know, going back to his normal routine, like beginning of this regular season, just plain old Aaron Judge, not going for a record or anything, just trying to help his team win. So that's, that's I think, the biggest key. Uh, other than that, Judge,
0: phenomenal. unbelievable year. Absolutely. Uh, Aaron Judge is that once-in-a-generation type of talent and for us to be able to witness uh, this incredible season that he has had, um, we have to take that as uh, being uh, privileged because it doesn't happen a lot. Uh, We're probably not going to see a season exactly like this from him again. You know, just fell shy of a triple crown, broke the American League home run record, tied for first in the MLB with Pete Alonzo in RBIs. Um, But, you know, most of the American League, he was first in almost every single category uh, except for that average. Um, Just a phenomenal year throughout. And he did on both sides of the ball. He did it with his leadership and uh, he stayed healthy. And that's that's the biggest factor, Jack, is. Going going into his final year, you know, the whole question was if he stays healthy, he's going to make a lot more money than he got offered back in March, and uh, you know we saw that two hundred and thirteen million dollar contract. We're looking at north of three fifty now, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, great point about staying healthy. Um, we talked recently about uh, like who hasn't been injured. Um, we came up with a list that like it was Judge. Higgy, Cole, and Litke, right? Those were the four that made it. I think all the way through, if I'm not mistaken, with without hitting the I.O. Could be missing a couple, but I think I think that was it. We had a lot of guys down and a lot of people stepped up, you know. We hit a roadblock in August, but figured things out, grew the team, and here
0: we are. Right. And here we are, still down a ton of players. And, you know, that's the biggest thing that came out today. DJ LeMayhew still has that foot problem. They, they say he's still fractured. He, he went to batting practice this week. Boone didn't really like what he saw. DJ did. You know, manager's decision, you know, DJ's not on the roster. We're losing, uh, we're losing our boy Scotty to Tommy John. So you got to think. that's a big piece of the bullpen when the bullpen's already depleted as it is. Um, And we're missing him. You can scratch him for all of 2023. And, you know, that's a tough arm to lose when he's as young as he is. Um, And when he was on that mound, he looked very good. uh, And he gave a different approach than a lot of the hard flame throwers that we have in the back end. Um, So definitely tough, you know, Hopefully with the guys that we have in there, someone can really step up and, you know, take on a big role as a a setup guy. Uh, We know that Clay is going to have to be the same Clay that he was in the first half. Um, And then, you know, just everyone's just got to play their role. You know, if you're in the bullpen, you know, come out there, you know, attack, pound the strike zone, you know, get in front of hitters. You know, Cole's starting tonight. The biggest question mark is, uh, you know, can he keep the ball on the ground? We, we know Cleveland doesn't strike out, you know, for as young as they are. They have the lowest strikeout rate in the league. And, uh, you know, Cole's just got to do his thing and just uh, hopefully not do his thing with the home runs. Uh, we don't want to see that camera going up to the sky tonight.
1: No, no, never a good thing. Never. Awful. um but uh tonight I was taking a look at the uh like the career numbers against Quantrill and Donaldson I believe was seven for 17 against this guy with a dinger um so that's obviously why he's in the lineup tonight but who else would we have to play third other than Donaldson with DJ now on the roster so uh look for Donaldson to um contribute offensively tonight definitely um donaldson you know second half he he put up i would say a pretty good second half honestly he did some good things you know he he has his 0 for fours for sure but he he wants to win Uh, i think his intensity is going to contribute big time in
0: the postseason absolutely i mean donaldson's towards the the tail end of his career he doesn't have a ring yet to show for it. Uh he has the MVP from twenty fifteen in Toronto. Uh that team was awesome. You know, obviously they wound to fall in um to the to the Rangers. I believe they they lost that series, correct? Or did they did they um, move on? Or did they move on? No, they lost to,
1: to Kansas City. They
0: they moved on to play Kansas City. Yeah. And uh and we we know that team was right. Best small best best small ball team we've seen. Yeah in a very long yeah. time um, and that's the name of the game. Those are the teams that you're seeing that are moving on the postseason. Uh, you look at the Phillies, who just had a seven, six upset win against the Braves earlier today. Uh, you see the Mariners doing the same, you know, and th- th- those are teams that are gonna uh, win games at the end of the day and they're gonna, they're gonna claw their way further and further into the postseason. And, you know, the Yankees obviously, you know, have hit a lot of home runs. They were first in the majors this year. Um, But we did see times where the Yankees could put up crooked numbers. And that's going to be the biggest thing is uh, against a Cleveland team that is young and doesn't have a lot of postseason experience compared to what the Yankees have. Uh, They have to go out there and they have to show uh, their experience and, you know, tack on uh, early and often, you know, I think the further this series goes, the worse it becomes for the Yankees. um, Just because of the fact that Cleveland makes so much contact with the ball and uh, they run the bases very well, you know, um, they've got good starting pitching. They got a good bullpen. Classe is probably one of the best relievers in baseball right now. Um, So, and they're young, they're hungry to win. So, you know, the sooner the Yankees can get rid of them, the better. And uh, that's obviously what we're hoping for. Um, But before we get into, you know, all the things in the playoffs, uh, we're going to take a full trip down memory lane of uh, 2022. So what do you want to start off with, Jack? I mean, I want to
1: start off with opening day. Um, That Donaldson walk-off was really wow. Honestly, looking back, it was Awesome when it happened and it it it's still awesome to think about that uh one of our offseason acquisitions came through for us immediately, immediately in a big way. Uh got us off on a good start, team got the team feeling good. My first memory of this year would be that that Boston series right off the bat. Um they were projected to be a good team. I feel like every series against Boston is usually a good one. We both came to play. Started off two and0, that was great. And then uh, if you want to talk about that our first loss of the season, I'll bounce it off to you because Ian was
0: there. Yeah, and it was a, it was a great game. Um, I remember the first inning, and Monty taking a, a line drive right off his ankle, and uh, he was down on the ground for like four or five minutes, and uh, the stadium was just dead silent, like you could you could drop a pin. We we knew how reliable Monty has been over the years, and uh, what a big part of the team he was before he got dealt to St. Louis. Yeah. And uh, speaking of know, which, you know when when he got when he got up, uh, the crowd got back into it, um, but the Yankees just couldn't really muster uh, much offense in that game. And you know, Dalbec wound, wound up coming through with a big home run. Uh, Clark Schmidt was uh, pitching in relief and he was doing awesome. Threw through an eighty seven mile an hour changeup right down the middle. You know, one pitch he missed all night and uh yep. crushed it to right field. Just muscled it out. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Good Sunday night primetime game. But uh yeah we'll come back to uh we'll come back to Monty. That's that's later down yeah, the
0: road. Absolutely. Okay.
1: But uh how would you sum up April overall? It's very vague at this point that first series is really the most memorable one for me
0: i think i think if we have to put it in like one sentence is exactly what we expected
1: yeah
0: coming out i think it's exactly what everyone expected yankee fan yankee fans and non-yankee fans everyone had the yankees being like this you know average above average team that was, you know, going to win ball games, but like no one, no one knew like where they were truly going to lie. It was in between like, yo, are they going to be division champions or are they going to be that wild card team again? Or, you know, do they miss the playoffs? And, you know, there was a lot of, you know, different takes from different people. And, you know, obviously there's biased and unbiased opinions. Um, but through April, I think it was relatively fair to say that the Yankees were just an okay team.
1: Yeah. Nothing like showstopper. And we were seven and six throughout
0: the year. Right. And, And, you know, we weren't,
1: we were doing damage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, we got to those series against Toronto and, you know, Toronto made us look bad. You know, Toronto had a great start. Um. You know, that first month was kind of like, you know, everyone's just getting to the flow of things. You know, I mean, Judge didn't hit a homer for like the first, you know, almost two weeks of the season, and he finished with 62. Like, you know, just because just because the team has a slow start or has a hot start doesn't mean anything. April is like the most meaningless month. You know, yeah, wins matter no matter what time of year it is, but realistically, you're coming out there. Every team's the same. Like there's really yeah. You're looking like, to
1: just go positive in yeah, April. Yeah,
0: like teams get established. Yeah. Teams really get established in June and July. You know that's why then we have the trade deadline in July. Um, yeah. But if we're you know obviously we're sticking with the, the first half right now of the season, and yeah. uh, you know going further into further into that season, um the Yankees started showing their true colors and uh, they started, they started started dominating everyone. You know, they, they showed, they showed up, you know, they showed the evil empire, the Bronx bombers, you know, they showed exactly what type of team that they wanted to be. Um, And that's what led them to a 64 and 28 record before the first half ended, including eight all-stars. Which was the most I think
1: I I would say right around middle of May was when we just got hot, real hot. And uh, another thing worth mentioning right around that May time was Carpenter and yep. the magic he bought to the team. You know, no one wanted the guy. I was on a triple A contract, Yankee said, We want you. We believe in you. They they gave him a shot and he Okay. he capitalized. The, he sure capitalized.
0: The legend um, of Matt Carpenter. When yeah, you know, we're what a little a little over two hours out from game time right now. That place when when that when that guy big. gets when that guy gets introduced for the roster, that place is gonna give him the biggest ovation. Like, remember when when he went back to St. Louis and. You know that was obviously, you know, later on in the second half, and he got an ovation. We're thinking like ten times more than the ovation he got there is what he's gonna get when he steps out of that dugout tonight at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, they're gonna
1: go crazy for this guy. Seriously. Yeah. Um, and we're hoping he can come up big for us, and we believe in him. Team believes in him. he needs to believe in himself and. And show what he's been doing his whole career.
0: Just getting, yeah, that, I mean,
1: getting that bat down in the zone, hitting the ball hard, making things happen.
0: That's it's it. Simple. And I mean, it felt like every time I turned on the TV and watched a Carpenter at bat, it was leaving the yard. Yeah. You know.
1: It was just good contact. Yeah. Good contact, good swings, seeing the ball real good. And um, it was. Absolutely it was awesome. It was what we needed. It was what we needed. We needed those big hits and he came through with those where it's walks too. You know, this guy was getting intentionally walked Right. at one point, you know, base open, close game. Carpenter was getting walked. This is a guy that no one really wanted minor league contract earlier in the year. Um, incredible. Um, hoping he was able to have a good recovery hope he's feeling good. Um, that was awful when he uh, took that foul ball off the foot, but could have been worse. Um, could have been you know something really, real bad, you know, long term. Could it,
0: it could? Next it, year. I mean, yeah, it could have been you know at the age that he is, it could have been to his career. You know, he could have been done, but you know he he knew off the bat he was like you know I'm not letting this finish me. He's yeah. like he's like I'm coming back, and you know it took a while, yeah. it took a while, and you know a lot a lot of fans were impatient, like they wanted Carpenter back, um, but guess what? He he's back for the biggest the biggest moments.
1: Yeah, you know he's back when we need him.
0: Yeah. So he, means- he's gonna he's gonna be coming off the bench a lot, but uh, he's gonna be coming off the bench in the biggest moments, and uh, if and when he delivers. Uh, it's it's gonna be something to remember for the rest of our lives, without a doubt. One hundred percent. Then yeah, I mean, if we're on this track of like you know just players and you know everyone that we're going through, um, the next guy on the list has to be Nestor. Nestor, I mean, wow. Nest, Nestor is like one of those guys Like if you if you're not a Yankee fan. And if you're really, if you're not even a baseball fan, you've heard his name so much now that if you don't think of Aaron Judge right off the bat, or let's say if Judge left and like walks in free agency, Nestor would be the first person that comes to mind for a lot of people when they think of the Yankees, I think, you know, of like current players. And uh, that's just a testament to the years he's had, what he's done out there on the mound all the crazy, funky, you know, rolling and dealing and, you know, all the all the things that he's done on that mound, you know, because he's not a hard thrower. You know, he, throw, he throws like, you know, 93, 94. And, you know, in this league, you know, a lot of guys that are pumping 99, 100 with movement are getting a lot of swings and misses. So, you know, when you're not a guy that's, you know, as big and, you know, as lengthy as some of these other guys, you got to find a way you know, to stay at this level. And, uh, Nestor has done that, you know, because of the way that he's pitching and, you know, the art that he created behind his pitches and, you know, behind his mechanics and delivery.
1: Yeah. There's definitely some mind games going on, um, with Nestor and Trevino behind the disc. Um, they're just, they, they got it down. Um, They've definitely worked hard off the field. Um, yeah, Nestor is just dirty. Uh, you mentioned it earlier with Efros, just like kind of bringing a different approach to uh, to pitching. And um, some of these guys around the league, you know, Nestor is kind of like a wild card for them. Uh, they don't really know how to approach him or what his sequence is going to be. And uh, if he, he can keep them kind of like, guessing um in the postseason like he has all season uh throwing that good cutter throwing a heater throwing that really good loop and ball, just mixing up his sequence keeping him guessing you will have tremendous success and um just for our pitching in general you know a question we've been asking ourselves a lot for a while now is who's going to put up those zeros for us who out of the bullpen is going to put up the zeros? Who is going to put up the most zeros as a starter? Now, this is, this is what it comes down to in the postseason. We need those zeros.
0: even for us, it was the conversation of uh Nestor starting tonight in game one. Obviously, Boone goes with Cole. You, I mean, you have to go with Cole. You're paying the guy $324 million. He better be able to – yeah, we all remember what happened last year, and it was really bad. But this is a chance for redemption. You're in your home ballpark game one. You got the entire crowd for you instead of against you. You know, These are the moments that you live for, and when Garrett Cole got here, he said he was here to win a championship and not just one. Well, Garrett, let's just know it's your third year already and we don't have one. So – it's time to step up. It's time to be the guy that you were in Houston, to be the guy that you were in Pittsburgh towards the end and uh show up and start dealing. You know, be be that Gary Cole. Be that if Gary. Think
1: about it. This is Cole's first chance at a game like this. He signed up during the COVID year, didn't play in yeah. front of our fans.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Last year we got wrecked in the wild card game in Boston. Right and this is it. This is going to be his first playoff start Bernie the Yankee stadium crowd. And I, I think he's been waiting for this moment for a while. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. really wants to go out there and compete and give his best stuff.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, that didn't even cross my mind, but that's right. I mean, yeah, we've been in the playoffs and, you know, he started what, he started four playoff games for us, you know, two against Tampa and, uh, and then the one against Boston. Now he's starting this one. And he's yet to see uh Yankee Stadium in the playoffs. Hasn't yeah. got hasn't gotten that chance, you know. So this is this is the first crack as him on the right side. Obviously, you know, he was uh in Yankee Stadium in 2019 during the ALCS on the other side for the Astros, you know, so he knows what it's like, but it's completely different when you're on the other side and you're you know you're getting cheered and not booed, you know, right. um, you know, we've seen the good of coal. Obviously we've seen the bad of coal. We've seen the ugly of Cole. We're just, we're just hoping, I mean, like we said off camera, six innings is what we want from our stars. Any, Anything else, anything else extra is just beneficial to our bullpen because of how depleted it is. But if we can get six innings and six quality innings, Out of our starters, we have a good chance to to go far.
1: Yeah. Six innings to our grounds, I would say.
0: Yeah. You know, let the bats work. You know, we got some big guys. We got some guys who, you know, worked really long at bats. I know uh, we're going to get into the the lineup for tonight uh, in a little bit here. Um, Because obviously, you know, we don't want to go too long on this. We want to be able to get time to, you know, get ready ourselves and, you know, get into that mindset for playoff baseball. But, uh, you know, um, you know, the way Boom made the lineup, most of it's good. Uh, there are a couple things that I think could have been different, you know, different things about the roster and everything. Obviously, injuries affected that. Um, and, you know, obviously, uh, the. do you want to talk about the Chapman deal right now? I think that's um- – while, while we're on it, while we're here. I
1: have not just, been a fan of Rollis Chapman since the ALCS game six. Um, I've wanted him gone for years. Yeah. Um yeah. if he was put into a big spot in the playoffs, he would not have come through. Yeah. Um yeah. I saw Chapman first hand this year. He's not someone I want um pitching for us. The whatever he had in the tank was left in that Cubs postseason run, um, you know.
0: First and uh, even at that, yeah. you gotta think the blown games of a Chapman in the playoffs go date back to that Game Seven World Series against the Indians when he gave up the game tying homer to Rajay Davis. That's yeah. where. That's truly where it all started. And he came yeah. back to the Yankees, you know, 2017, you know, we weren't supposed to be there. We made it to game seven of the ALCS. Yeah, he didn't blow. 2018, we made it to the ALDS. Boston was just, frankly, the better team. They were the best team in baseball. They went on to win the World Series. Nothing you can do. Really nothing you can do. We were a wild card team yeah. against, against a team that won 108 games. They were better. But then, but then you go into twenty nineteen, and like you said, game six, backs against the wall. CC Sabathia, no, CC wasn't on. Who took the mound? Who took the mound in game six? CC. I don't remember. CC pitched game four because I remember he came out hurt. Um, irrelevant, anyways. Chapman comes in. Blows the game. You know, DJ had that big homer. We were back in it. Game tied. Huge. Thought the momentum changed. Chapman ruined it. Fast forward a year later. COVID strikes. Shortened season. Da da da. Yankees make it to the wild card. They face Cleveland. They beat Cleveland. They go to play Tampa. We have a shot. Then guess who blows it? oldest, Chapman. Now, last year, he didn't get a chance to pitch. Well, we wouldn't know how that ended. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, and I mean, all year we've been saying this, you know, obviously, you know, uh, we had the podcast going on early this year. Then, you know, things got busy. Life got busy. You know, I started becoming a content creator, you know, traveling around for minor league baseball, doing all these things. So, you know, this kind of took a back seat to that. Um, But obviously, you know, we were still talking every day, still keeping up about the Yankees, you know, because that's our team. You know, this is a big part of our lives. And Chapman was always the guy that we were always talking about. Like, damn, look at this. Damn, he doesn't have his command today. Wow, he just walked three guys and Michael King saved his ass. Now we can finally say, I mean, I, I swear, like when I when I woke up yesterday, yesterday morning and uh saw saw that he got DFA'd, it was like it was like I got like the weight lifted off of my back, off of my shoulders. And I felt so much better going into these playoffs because he's not gonna be around um yeah. and it's stupid because if he just showed up to work out he'd be on the playoff roster and all us yankee fans would be literally terrified like mortified right now thinking that he oh, would that, thinking that he would blow but you know i think all, all we can say as yankee fans is uh thank you because uh thanks for not we can off. we we can we can really uh actually enjoy a postseason without being like, all right, um mm-hmm. we're gonna make it this far, and then Chapman's gonna come in and give up a big homer and we're gonna be sent home uh yet again. So you know I gotta say, um Chapman had good stretches for us. You know, it's not like he was like Joey Gallo or anything. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, not at all. Um but yeah, yeah. Um, we got a we got a ten minute time left.
1: All right, we're, is Um, yeah, let's dive into the uh, the matchup tonight. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. We got ten we minutes got to do. It.
1: Their number
0: three guy on the mound, just um, just huge. Obviously, yeah. you gotta think. Uh, we wanted Tampa to win that game. And honestly, I guess we could say that we're happy Cleveland won. Obviously, they used a lot of their bullpen. Um, yeah, they did get a day off. But we uh, we get the three starter instead of the one. So I guess it, it works out for us anyways. Um, you know, they have their three going. We have our ace going. Um, doesn't really get much better than that. Uh, bullpen, I think right now, Um, the Yankees have a lot to prove with their bullpen because of the inconsistency and the injuries and everything. So you might give Cleveland the edge on that uh, because the back of their bullpen is really good. Um, But hitting wise, it's hitting wise. It's a fair game. The Yankees got the power. Cleveland obviously has the contact, you know, it's, it's going to be a great series. I think it goes uh, at least four you know, Cleveland's definitely going to take one. Um, if it goes five, I'm fine with that. Um, and, you know, obviously we just want the Yankees to win. Obviously, you know. Um, you know, obviously I have, like, you know, my own TikTok page and everything where I created, you know, a separate bracket based on, like, non-biased stuff. And, unfortunately, I have the Astros winning the whole thing. Um, but as a Yankee fan, I don't want that to happen. You know, I want I want us to make it. You know, me and Jack are the biggest Seattle Mariner fans uh, in the world right now. You know, rooting rooting for them against the Astros. Um, currently uh, hoping that the Phillies somehow find a way to uh, knock off Atlanta. And then uh, San Diego against the Dodgers. A little rematch?
1: A little rematch?
0: Little, little a little rematch. Yeah, where is it? Where is it? What do you a little, think? A little nostalgia right here. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah you got it there we go yeah i'm gonna just be like this all day. it'd
1: be awesome dude Waving. i mean i'll be i'll be completely transparent i'm rooting for the phillies out of the end now
0: yeah so, so we you, can
1: get them again for the for world yeah
0: League. for for all of you guys that are listening to this on audio instead of uh video i have uh the 2009 world series rally towel uh held it up just a few moments ago on the camera but uh yeah, if we had our brackets sit out, um, you know, the, the Mets, Mets, the Mets, Mets sit up and uh, we couldn't be more happy for little brother. You know, they, they do it every year. And, uh, yeah. you know, unfortunately, the Cardinals, Cardinals were our, our pick from the get go. You know, we really, we both, we both had the Cardinals coming out of the NL, um, especially after the trade deadline they had, Quintana and Montgomery you know, all those guys um, really improved that and, roster. You know, those, and guys,
1: those guys did all right for them. Absolutely. Um, it was just, you know, those, those cold backs in the middle that uh, really hurt them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully our, our lineup looks a little bit different. Uh, we could dive into the lineup real quick because uh, we only yeah. got a couple minutes before uh, Zoom shuts us down.
1: So uh, Boone did decide to leave Judge in the uh, leadoff spot. I know there was some thought as to if he would go back to the two spot because, um, you know, originally he was moved to the leadoff guy to get him some extra um to break that record. Um, he was initially our two-hitter because obviously the guy can't hit home runs. And he wanted a guy like DJ Benintendi uh, on base before he – he jacked one out, but boom did stick with Judge, and I like that move. It's like, here we go, ready, ALDS,
0: yeah, hey. Aaron
1: Judge, here's the yeah. hottest hitter in the game. Yeah. I like
0: it. I yeah. like hey. it a lot. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Cal Quantro, if you're uh if you're listening to this after you uh get destroyed by Aaron Judge in game one, yeah. um, you you've got the AL MVP. Standing in the batter's box to start game one in the Bronx. Just make sure you You're don't shit, make sure you don't shit yourself because there are going to be over fifty thousand fans in there, and they will laugh at you. Very much. Um. I like the lineup, but I I, I think there's some changes that could be made. Uh, we talked about IKF going ninth. Um, to flip the lineup over obviously Bader is also a contact first hitter um, but I think Bader has a better opportunity um, in the bigger moments to come up with a bigger hit Um, you know driving in some more runs yeah so um, I mean I'm fine with it like that's not the biggest thing uh in the three hole
1: yeah, uh,
0: I I would I would have switched him with Cabrera. I think I think Judge and then two lefties after him. Uh, big, uh, obviously Cabrera's been awesome, uh, and then you got Stanton after the two lefties. So it's like, you know, and then you know obviously from there, then the rest of the lineup is right-handed. But once you get past the four hitters, you know, I mean besides Donaldson, then you would have had. Glaber, IKF, Trevino, and Bader all contact over power.
1: Well, Donaldson's seen a little bit of Quantrill
0: um,
1: from right. the time with the right. Twins, um, 7 for 17. So yeah. you, could, you could make an argument for having Donaldson up there, maybe that 3 or 4 spot, um, if he's seen a good amount of this guy. Um, but, you know, you can also make an argument for him being towards the bottom of the lineup, coming up with a big hit for um when our top of the lineup guys get on, you know, so he can come through with a big one. Uh he has two homers off the guy. Um, yeah, I do like the lineup overall. Um I mean there's there's pretty limited amount. Um there was definitely the question of uh who would end up catching today. They did go with Trevino. Um Higgy did have a spectacular uh September um into beginning October. Um, it's funny, uh, very beginning of the season, spring training, Higgy was awesome. And then it took all the way till the very end of the season when it matters, we're to heat up again. So really happy Higgy found his stroke towards the end there. He came up with some big hits, had some really good ABs hitting the ball hard. That's what matters.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're in, we're in the two minute warning here. Um, so let's go, let's go right right into this. Uh who, who's the key factor uh, in tonight's game for a game one win? Who who's the player that needs to stand out the most?
1: It's gotta be Garrett Holt. He's yep. got to set the tempo. He's gotta throw strikes, you know, keep it simple. Uh, this is playoff baseball now. He's got the crowd behind him, everyone rooting for him. He's just got to calm down, pace himself. If he lets up a big hit early, just calm down. We have a great offense. Just manage, you know, manage. So Um, I'm going to go with Garrett Cole as the most potentially impactful player
0: tonight. Word. Yeah, I'm going to go the same. Uh, You know, this is a guy that the Yankees believed in the most, that they went out there. And, uh, you know, we hadn't seen them dish out that much money to a player in quite some time and this is a guy that they believed was going to be the ace of their staff for a very long time and that's why they gave him $324 million to come to New York you know it hasn't worked out in the playoffs really uh obviously he had a good start against the Rays in COVID but everyone obviously remembers last year's wild card this is a chance for him to really turn it around and uh show it show us what he's made of And uh, I'm super excited for tonight. I know you're super excited for tonight. And, uh, you know, we're going to be watching the game. We're going to be talking back and forth. And, you know, we hope everyone enjoys. And uh, we hope to uh, post on social tonight with a big win for, uh, for our boys in blue. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. That's it, guys.